You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. He's, I want to say almost $1,500 behind in child support. Was it $300 money that belonged to your daughter? Yes. Okay. Do you feel any obligation to pay her back any of this money? To be honest with you, no. I mean, she's a, she's a homewrecker. I mean, no, I'm no, a, no, I'm no a he's the homewrecker. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Moss versus Moss. Thank you, Juan. Angel Moss. Yes, ma'am. You are suing your husband, James Moss, because you said you not only want a divorce, but that he owes you $7,730. Yes, ma'am. That's $3,048 in loans, $909 for a rent-to-own game system. Yes, ma'am. $3,471 in back cable and phone bills. Yes, ma'am. And you also allege that he stole $300 from the daughter the two of you have together. Yes, ma'am. Ms. Moss, let me, let me just get some background. Tell me how the two of you met and how long you You've been married? We met when we were 13 and 14 years old. It was two days before my 19th birthday Okay. that we got married. Um, and why did you decide to uh, get married at 18 years old? I was, I had a very um, sheltered life and I was ready to escape from that. And I seen an escape goat in marrying him, but he was also a rebound from the person that I'm with now as well. So nothing you just said indicated that you were in love, you loved him, right. that you thought we, he'd be a great husband. We married for the wrong reasons, uh, okay. 100%. Okay. Um, and he married me because his family member wouldn't let us move in together unless we were married. They were very Christian-based. They so wouldn't let us. So that's why you married her? That's not true. Okay. I feel like, you know, at the time when we did get married, I actually did love her. But then it was just like, as time started no. going down the road, no, you didn't. I just started pushing myself away. Did and I feel like me. that's what caused me more into going into cheating and sleeping yeah. around and doing everything that I did. If you would have, if you loved me, then why did you sleep around on me? They're, if you love somebody, you don't sleep around on them. You don't yell at them. You don't get, you, you don't get, um, you don't take their money. You don't. You don't do those things. Well, so, but in the beginning, you said this marriage wasn't based on love. You married, you say you married for the wrong reasons, but you still expected to have a committed monogamous relationship? Right. Um, and was because, that your understanding too, sir? Yes. Okay. Like, I didn't love him when I married him, but as time went on, I did love him. I, I was madly in love with him, and I bent over backwards for him to do anything for him and everything for him. I paid his bills for him. I worked whenever he wouldn't get out and work. I That's not certain. That. Were you working during the marriage, during yes. the six years? Yes. Okay. I actually ran a taxi cab service down in Nashville. That was at the very end of our marriage. That wasn't, that, that was the last maybe three months of our marriage. So out and of six years, you're saying he only worked for three months? Yes. Is that uh, true? There was, no. there was various periods where he worked 
it, he would work for two or three days at a time and then he would quit his job. He would come home and tell me that they fired him. And later he would come out and tell me that wasn't the truth. He quit because he couldn't handle the heat. He couldn't handle the pain in his back. He couldn't handle... But you were married for six years. Mm -hmm. What's the final straw? What brought you here today? The final straw was um, on our daughter's first birthday. He come to her birthday party for maybe 45-ish minutes and then left. Picked up Miss Cheyenne over here, went to his cousin's house, and he knows that his cousin tells me everything. Mm -hmm. So his cousin ultimately called me up and said, look, he's cheating on you again. So I called him and confronted him about it, basically. And I told him he needed to choose either me or her. There was no in-between, and he couldn't choose between the two of us. So I made that decision for him, ultimately, and... Another thing that led to the final straw was we had met up and he, we had sex and he told me that he only did it to see if there was any feelings left. And okay, so there were a few final straws over the yeah. course of several years mm -hmm. because your daughter's birthday, she's, she's three years old now, right? Yes, she is three. And, um, and what do you have to say about that? Is this, is this your girlfriend? Yes. Is this the woman that you cheated with the final time, yes. as you just said, because there were more prior to her? Yes. Okay. But this is the woman that she's talking about the incident that happened on your daughter's birthday. No. There was a different person that I had taken over to my cousin's house. Okay. And, uh, she, Angel had tried to get me to come back to try to work things out, and I had went back like she's like she mentioned, yes, we did have sex. When it came down to it, me and her just, there wasn't really... So, so why, why all the cheating and not just leave the relationship? Because, I mean, when me and her first got married, I thought the marriage would kind of, like, die down the unfaithfulism and stuff, and I figured that we could move forward. So you thought by you getting married, it would make you a faithful man? Yes. By virtue of you taking vows, that would somehow inherently change who you were and what you were doing. That's correct. Okay, so you know you were wrong about yes. that. And so why not just leave the marriage then and just say, this isn't working out. I, I couldn't change because I'm a husband now. I mean, at the end of it, I did try to leave one, once or twice, mm -hmm. but she begged me to come back. I see a lot of people coming in saying when they're in these completely dysfunctional relationships, which is you know what I'm seeing here, and it's, oh, I'm doing this for my child. When you have a child and you're allowing them to witness this level of dysfunction, all you're doing is normalizing dysfunction. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is what they think is okay and right. acceptable in relationships because this is what you're demonstrating right. in front of them. Right, and that's what I want. So, I, I... so, but let me, let me just back up for a second because you've said several things that are cause for concern, and I'm going to get to the to the money part of your lawsuit. Mm -hmm. He's yep. been cheating since day one. He mm -hmm. said he got married. It was almost a test for him mm -hmm. because none of this is a surprise right. because he was already dating someone else when you married him, right? right? And he was cheating on his wife when he met you, so I'm going to see you next year. Which I had no <laughs> idea at the time that he was actually seeing her. I found a text message in his phone, and like I said, when we got together, he said that he was different, he had changed, and I kind of, I believed it. There's no incentive for him to change when there are very, very few consequences. And you've right. given him the message throughout this six-year marriage that you will take him back no matter what, no matter when, and there's no motivation for him to change because he knows he can always come back. After we split up, 
this last time, I found somebody who actually treats me a lot better, and that's who I want to be with. Well, the bar was set very, very low. Right. So, so I, I don't know how this person treats you, but bar's been set low. How long have you been a side chick? <laughs> but I knew he was married. It took me a couple of days to, to be okay with that because I've never really been... Just two days? Been... Wasn't a lot to convince you. What? She's what? a homewrecker. I mean, no, I he's be... the homewrecker. He's the he, homewrecker. Because let me tell you something. He's the one that's married and made the commitment to you. Miss, Miss Cheyenne, is there something you'd like to say? Uh, yes, ma'am. Please, I'm very interested. What, what is it about Mr. Moss that you find so appealing? Honestly, since we've been together, he's never done me the way he's done her. Yeah, we've had fights, we've had arguments, but it's never gone into a physical altercation or anything like that. He's never cheated on me. How long have the two of you been together? I mean, he's still married, so... Yes, I understand. Um, How long have you been a side chick? About a year. (laughs) But I knew he was married, and I even told him that... I understand that you are married and that y'all are in the process of getting a divorce. It took me a couple of days to, you know, to be okay with that because I've never really been... Just two days? I mean... Two days. So, wasn't a lot to convince you? I mean, Mm -hmm. just the way he treated me, he didn't treat me bad. Okay, let me... I mean... Juan, Mm -hmm. let me just explain this to you. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Moss... Everything I've heard today, and I'm not even trying to, you know, take her side. Like he, he's telling me his I mean, version, right? She's a, what, she's what, a homewrecker. I mean, I mean no, I'm no, a, no I'm he's a, the homewrecker. He's, he's the homewrecker. Because, let me tell you something. I mean, we can talk about the other women all we want, but he's the one that's married and made the commitment to you. But let, let me just say this. Patterns about people don't lie. I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. telling you, patterns don't lie. Mm-hmm. This man just sat in court and told me today the only reason he got married was just to see if it could change him and possibly be faithful. And the answer to that was no. You can't change mm-hmm. him. I know I can't change him. Okay, so so I'm, I'm just telling you about the pattern. Yes, ma'am. Of behavior I've, that we've I've, witnessed. I've dealt with patterns like this before. In so the it's past. your choice, it's your decision. I wish you, I wish you well. Yes, ma'am. Okay, you can have a seat. Juan, let's remember her name. I got it. Do you have any friends with successful relationships or marriages that you talk to or confide in in your everyday life? Not that I can think Okay, you, you, you need to connect with some people. You're like a doormat. And, and you don't have to be. And I'm just telling you this because you're so young. You have the rest of, of your life ahead of you. You need to get a better sense of yourself and learn how to assert some boundaries before you can be with somebody else. You assert no boundaries whatsoever. Let me hear about your lawsuit. You say that he owes you $3,000 in loans, a total of over $7,000. Tell me about that. So whenever I was working, he would take all of my money. I actually have a pie chart that I submitted to the court as well. A pie chart. Yes, ma'am. Oh, so now you want to be organized and have your have your life together. So I'm the total that I'm in debt is seven thousand seven hundred and twenty-eight dollars um, for the loans. As I was saying, um, he I was working and I would hand over every little bit of money that I made to him because he would throw a tantrum. Why were you taking out loans? 
I was taking out the loans so that to support his alcoholism, to support his game addiction, uh, his game system addiction. I was taking out anything that he and wanted. And you knew at got. the time, you knew at the time, this is why you were taking out loans? Yes, ma'am. So you say he stole money from your daughter. What's that about? Yes. Do you feel any obligation to pay her back any of this money? To be honest with you, no. Well, Miss Moss, that's a, and, and you made a choice to assert no boundaries and stay in this marriage and continue to give over your money. You're making a different choice now. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. So you took out these loans and now you're in court because the two of you are divorcing and you want this money back, but you've already told me you willingly took out the loans. Why, what, what did you do with the money? Yeah, here and there I did buy alcohol with it every mm -hmm. once in a while with it, but not the whole amount. You were I also it every did night. use the money for gas to go back and forth from where we were living at the time mm -hmm. to Nashville and back every day. Not only were, that, were you, you working were going in to Nashville? Yes. Too. Okay. Do you feel any obligation to pay her back any of this money? To be honest with you, no, because to be honest with you, the way I look at it, I didn't twist her arm and tell her she had to go take out the loans. Mm -hmm. She uh, willingly chose to do that on her own. Me and her had talked about it. No, she, she it. said that. I just asked you a question. Yeah. She said she willingly but did But you it. were always yelling and arguing and fussing that we didn't have any money because you were taking the night before, whenever I would get my paycheck, you were taking it and boiling it on alcohol. Well, Miss Moss, City that's a, and, and you made a choice to assert no boundaries and stay in this marriage and continue to give over your money. You're making a different choice now. You want to retroactively try to correct some of the decisions you made in the past. And that's not exactly how the law works. What about this rent-to-own game system? The rent-to-own game system? Uh, he was begging and begging and begging and annoying me until finally I went and got him a game system. I paid $909 of my money. Lastly, you're suing for $300. You say he stole money from your daughter. What's that about? Yes, ma'am. Um, we... This is the daughter the two of you have together. Yes. yes. Are you... Supporting and helping take care of nope. your daughter? No, nope, yes. he is not. I am. Barely. What do you mean by that? He's, I want to say, almost $1,500 behind in child support. Mm -hmm. Every time I call him to ask him to, to help or to pay his child support or to even come see his child, he won't do that. He stole the $300 by pestering and pestering and pestering me. So I told my mom, I said, give it to me. I'm going to... Let him take it, let him do whatever he wants. So he didn't steal it, you say you gave it to him. I... There are so many lessons here for you to learn because I'm not hearing a lot about she was cheating, she was taking money, she was doing anything, being supportive I... of you and bending over backwards I bent over to backwards. take care of you. I've been. That's what do you have I... to say yeah. about that? Yeah, I was taking care of myself because, like I did say, I was running the taxi service for a while. For the last three months of our marriage, that wasn't and that wasn't the five years before that. Mr. The... Moss, Mr. Moss, are you committed to Miss Cheyenne now? Yes. And you are working. Yes, ma'am. And you're supporting your daughter. No. Yes. 
And the $300 that she's alleging, you knew that belonged to your daughter and was being saved for her. But you took it anyway. Yes. She didn't give me the full $300 at, the, at one yes, time. Yes, she would split it up in different... I don't, I don't care. Was it $300 money that belonged to your daughter? Yes. That you were saving for your daughter? Yes. Okay. Love is not enough, Miss Moss. And that's the moral of this story. Yep. You already told me you got married for the wrong reasons. You said you grew to love him. He said initially he loved you. But love is never enough to sustain a relationship. There must be respect. There must be sacrifice. There must be service. There must be commitment. If these are the things that you are saying go along with the marriage vows. A ring does not change a person. Behavior and making a decision to take certain actions change a person. It, it, it's all from within. It's really hard. To, and you've asserted absolutely no boundaries. All you've done your this entire marriage is bend over backwards to do whatever, for, for, for what reason? He wasn't even being a, a, a good man. And you, you were only enabling him to hang on year after year after year to keep coming back because he knew he could and he knew right. you'd have more to give. Right. So here we are with this case. I can't award you any of the thousands of dollars in loans you now claim because they weren't even loans. You came into court and you testified today you willingly gave these things because you thought it would make him happy. You thought it would keep the marriage going. You cannot buy love. You cannot buy support. You cannot buy commitment. And you can't buy self-esteem. That has to come from you. And that has to be the thing that you work on when you walk out of this courtroom today. Every parent wants their child to have a better chance at life than they right. did, to live a better life than they did. Right. So you go out, but you do it for yourself. Because you have the rest of your life ahead of you, you are not ready to get married again. You are not ready. You have work you have to do. You gotta want to do better. I don't see that coming from you. Cheyenne does, I don't. You gotta wanna do better. But there's a self-care specialist waiting for you after the show. My ruling in this case, I'm gonna order you to return the $300 that belonged to your daughter because that's money that belongs to your child. Everything else, you did it on your own, and there are lessons that have consequences. This one cost you thousands of dollars. The beautiful thing is, today's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. You can start again, but I really want you to talk to the aftercare specialist because there's, there's so much more work you have to do. And promise me, you are going to work on you before you make another us. Yes, That's my ruling. That's my judgment. Good luck. pay me that money back. You've been terrible. You, you got lucky by the judge. And you'd be a better dad. You're gonna do it to Cheyenne? There ain't, I mean, you're gonna do it to every woman after me. You ain't never had it better than any, than whenever you were with me. Well, I guess sometimes people just have to get proved wrong.